Hey, hey, welcome everybody. This is Everyday Jiu-Jitsu and I am your host, Mikey Mike, sitting in a damn car today. We're going to do it Andrew Wilty style a little bit, car casting. Um, so if you hear any honking, any loud noises, people acting crazy, it's because we're literally parked on a street, which is actually a little dope. But anyways, let's get to today's guest. And as the last couple of episodes, we like to let people introduce themselves here because that way if they feel like I don't want to give you my damn last name, they don't have to. <laughs> it's, 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 it's dealer's choice in this piece. So who am I sitting with today? <laughs> <laughs> what up? Uh, my name's Adam. I train at Oregon Triad Jiu-Jitsu under Travis Branson. Nice. And, and how old are you, sir? I am 26, and I'm going to be 27 in a couple of days, actually. In a couple of days? In a couple of days. Damn. Yeah. That's like, this is like an early, uh, <laughs> I was going to say Christmas present for some reason. Early birthday present, though, right? It's like. Yeah, no. Huge, as, as Bernardo would say, huge honor for me. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. I seen a meme the other day, too, and it actually said, you know, I can literally hear this yeah. meme. It was like, yeah, yeah, man. That's a that's a voice. I remember first hearing him too, and was like, "What the hell? Yeah, this is crazy." For sure. No, I'm happy to be here for sure. Nice man. So, um, so how how how's your um, how's how's everything? How's life? Oh, good. Um, you know, jujitsu has been great. Uh, you know, I've been working on my game for I don't know a couple of years now, and I'm getting it to where I really like it you know I'm always learning always willing to learn something new and stuff but I'm you know I'm really enjoying what I'm doing right now and you know every day I look forward to going to class and stuff yeah it's, it's important great yeah it's no important. I yeah I'm in a phase right now where it's jiu-jitsu is just fun to me you know um without sounding you know cocky or anything but like you know I've feel like I got a pretty good understanding of like the basics and stuff and now I'm like taking parts of uh stuff that I've learned and I'm just adding it to my game and just you know kind of making it my own thing and I'm really enjoying it um it's been great I think it's important to enjoy yeah, jiu-jitsu a little bit I mean sometimes we get I know that you know we get caught up in quote unquote winning or whatever sure. but you know there's different forms of especially in jiu-jitsu right there's different forms of winning right like it's not always about a it's not always about a tap yeah so you got to find you know i think especially if you're going to go into it like in like uh what do you call it a um not a sprint but a marathon kind sure. of idea yeah you have to enjoy it a little bit for sure so yeah that's yeah good. that's exactly what the you know jujitsu is it's a it's a marathon not a, not a sprint you know but i don't even look at it that way it's just like you know i enjoy coming in and seeing the people that i like to roll with and you know just have a good time training and yeah it's yeah fun. it's pretty badass so so what is your um what's your occupation outside of jujitsu yeah um yeah, I work construction, so been doing that, you know, since 
on and off since I was 15, you know. Oh, no I, way, that long. Yeah, I, like, you know, I had a godfather that I grew up with, and he kind of showed me some stuff, and I helped him out on a couple of jobs, and, you know, so I've always had that knowledge and, and whatnot, so that's that's kind of what I've been doing for a while. Um, you know, I've tried doing other career paths and stuff like that, and... Yeah, but no, primarily just construction. So. Yeah. What were the other kind of things that you did? Um, you know, I've, like, tried getting out with the fire department and stuff and went to school for that. I'm still trying to apply and and uh, and get on that road. And so, but, yeah, no, it's primarily just construction. So that's a long time in construction, too. So you probably yeah, know, but, like, I, I, and I wouldn't say since I was like 15, just like on and off and stuff. Okay, like, there hasn't been, so it hasn't been No, consistent. it hasn't been consistent. It hasn't been, you know, like 12 years I've been doing it. No, it's just been like, yeah, on and off, like helping out my godfather. Um, you know, like when I was 22, I was really, really working into the construction Monday through Friday, pretty much every day as a framer and stuff. And yeah, it's been great. So, are you still doing that? Because you were doing that side um, gig, you were yeah. like woodworking and stuff, right? Yeah, I still do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I and, that, and that's one thing I really enjoy woodworking. You know, I've I made like you know bookshelves. I've made you know uh, shot glass shelves. Uh, you name it. I made a belt holder for Travis actually. Oh no um, way! Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it, it kind of just comes down to what the customer wants and stuff. Um, you know, I've done accent walls for people. I would really like to do a like organ triad triangle, um, you know, for, uh, for our gym. I think that would be really cool. Just made out of like, you know, one by material, like out of cedar, some kind of cool wood and stuff. And yeah. You think it's cedar? Cedar, birchwood, yeah. walnut, whatever. Why, yeah. why cedar? Why do you? Uh, just I, I. It's just a nice. I like the grain on it. It's a nice look. It looks very rustic. You know, like, uh, you know, that's just one option. But you know, so just kind of toying with the idea still. I'm just toying with the idea. But that's yeah. good. You're still doing that. That's that's pretty. It's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. I mean, didn't I see you? Okay, I think you did mention a bookshelf. Mm-hmm. There was one that I seen that was I don't know like a cubby hole kind of thing. Or was that the bookshelf? Maybe that was the bookshelf. It might have been the bookshelf. It, yeah, I've like done like shot glass shelves, which they're also known as like honeycomb shelves, and it looks like mm. a honeycomb. Um, yeah, I've done jujitsu belt holders. I've done uh, you know flower flower beds. I've done uh, like you know baseboard trim, crown molding, uh, accent walls. Uh, you name it, anything with like everything finish. Everything well, I shouldn't wood. say that because yeah. there's so much to learn in that field too yeah. and stuff. So, um, no wooden legs yet. No, but that would be pretty. That would be, <laughs> that would be pretty cool. That'd be something I would love to learn for sure. Yeah, make yeah. a prosthetic or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be neat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a prosthetic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be dope as hell, right? Just seeing some dude. He's like, he's got a wood leg. Hey, I, li- I like your stain on your leg, bro. Right? <laughs> Thanks. Adam did it. <laughs> no. Check him out. <laughs> he picked this nice wood. It lasts a long time. It's resistant to termites. You know? He's like, I can kick somebody's butt with it. Yeah. No God, problem. Hurt, actually. <laughs> right? Wood leg. Wood leg. Hey, you want to do some Muay Thai with me? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> so, yeah. um... 
You're also a father, right? You're a father. I am. Yeah, I uh, I have a two year old boy. Mm-hmm. Um, his name's Abel. He's yeah, <laughs> he's awesome. You know, he's he's uh, he's wild. He's athletic. He's smart. He's funny. Like he's got this giant little bubbly personality, and it's just great. Just I, you know, just seeing him grow as a as a tiny little human and starting to become like cognitive and stuff it's crazy and so he's gonna be three in gym which is insane to me but um yeah you always hear those days go by fast right they do man they really do it's you know it's cliche to say that but like yeah i I don't know where the time's gone it's insane so yeah no he's he's my pride and joy and i really hope he gets into jiu-jitsu but that's that's a decision that he'll have to make and you know so but yeah, yeah. Now is he your first child? Yeah, he's my first. Yeah, he's my first child. Yep. Wow. Yep. So this is pretty much a little bit of a new territory for you, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Even though like I've been a dad for almost two years, like I'm always learning something new about being a father and you know how I can you know be a better one and it's it's just crazy. Yeah. No, I love that kid. It, it's amazing. You think? Do you think that? Um... Do you think jujitsu has helped you in some of that in some aspects with like, to be adaptable? Yeah, yeah. To be, a, I I would say like jujitsu's helped me. It being a father, like you know, you have to learn to adapt. And like, let's say you know you're like, you have an advantage position, like you're in side control, and if you get swept, like I mean, you like you can't just be like, oh man, like that's it, game over. No, you like have to get like get your guard back and you know, um, make the guy play your game, you know? So it's just it, it, adapt. I would say, I would say that, you know, it's helped you yeah. with the adaptation. For sure. Yeah. And pa- patience too. Like, you know, you, you gotta be patient in jujitsu and same thing as a father. Like, you know, you just can't just be like, you know, and, <laughs> I'm going to choke you. <laughs> <laughs> you know? We do not abuse children here. No, I just no. want to put that out there for anybody <laughs> who gets all crazy. No, no. And we do not condone that kind of garbage. <laughs> no. Your first jujitsu lesson would be free. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> no, And like, tra- you know, Travis and I, we've had a couple talks about being a father and stuff. And, you know, I'll never forget what he said, and it's so true. It's like you'll never love and hate somebody as much as your children. <laughs> you know, like, it, like I said, Abel's my pride and joy. But man, like, you know, I've, yeah, he's put me through some, uh, um, some, some, uh, what's the word? Bridges or not bridges? Uh, some obstacles, and it's been great. I've learned so much just from just from him alone. So really, yeah. 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 yeah, and that's a good. I mean, because even like even though he's super young, like mm-hmm. he probably already knows how to push your buttons a little bit and what he can try to get away. You know what I mean? Try to get away with yeah. a little bit. You know, like yeah. or or just getting into that kind of phase because that's yeah. that supposedly that phase is coming, right? Yeah. Like the terror. You know, I don't know. Is it terrible twos or threes or something like yeah, that? Yeah, right? Yeah, where, yeah. Where they get start trying. Uh, to... Yeah. He's great though. Like. 
I mean, yeah, it's tough sometimes, but he's. Mm. It, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I love that kid so much. That's so, awesome. I hope he listens to this like 15, 20 years later, you know, or. That would be amazing. Right? Man. That would be amazing. <laughs> like, That'd be crazy. Yeah. Putting in a. I mean. Well, I was going to say put in a scrapbook. We don't have scrapbooks No, anymore. I know, right? Yeah, just internet now. Right, yeah. internet. Everything's on a flash drive. Mm-hmm. Here's your scrap flash drive. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is all your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, you know, speaking of jiu-jitsu and it, how, you know, like it, it helping you in your, your real, you know, I wouldn't say real life, but helping you yeah. in the in your outside world of jiu-jitsu. How long have you been training jiu-jitsu? Uh, like on and off since I was 15. So, oh, really? Yeah, I trained. So, I grew up in down in Monterey, California. And Monterey. yeah, yeah, I grew up down there. And I remember watching like Tito Ortiz against oh, yeah? Chuck Liddell. And that's like how I kind of like first like got into like MMA. I remember seeing them like on Spike TV. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, I was like, "Wow, this is the coolest thing ever!" And I started get getting really into MMA, and I think that's like how most jujitsu guys like got into jujitsu is just by watching like old fights and stuff. And I remember watching it; I was like super into it. I was already wrestling in high school and stuff, and it was just like I, I really want to try this. So I talked to my mom about it, and. Uh, started taking uh classes to, at <laughs> i started taking classes at uh, a jiu-jitsu dojo and i'd say the word dojo because it wasn't what i thought it was it was like maybe like a japanese jiu-jitsu oh, okay. and i remember telling my mom i was like before, before i started that class i was like look i wanted to try brazilian jiu-jitsu and uh, <laughs> my mom looked up this place and she was like, oh, this guy's Brazilian. He, This must be Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Well, the instructor was Brazilian, but it was like a traditional like self-defense Japanese, Japanese. jiu-jitsu or something like that. No way, but the guy yeah. was jiu-jitsu. The guy, the guy was, Brazilian. was Brazilian, so it was funny. Did he have an and accent then, or anything? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Super thick. I, I can't remember what the guy's name was, but then I... Uh, I wonder why he wasn't tr- I wonder why he wasn't doing any Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah, no, so I told my mom, I was like, look, this isn't what... I saw on TV. This isn't. This isn't. I, this isn't I, what I wanted. Yeah, kind of yeah, like you know. And so I remember taking the liberty and sh- of looking around, and she also was looking around, and there was a there was an actual jujitsu Brazilian jujitsu gym, um, not that far away from our house, and uh, I remember going to our first class, and we were um, learning how to do a kimura, and uh, it was. Like the jujitsu, the the gym down there, it's no longer it's no longer there anymore. But um, for for other reasons that I won't go into, but uh, they shut the, down yeah, completely. they shut down and stuff. But um, yeah, the the name of the gym was Zeus Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. You know, uh, Zeus like Zeus. Yeah, like the Greek god Zeus. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I uh, I started training there. I remember my first class. We were learning kimuras and stuff, and then I got to roll, and I just got my butt kicked. Like it was just yeah, it was super humbling. Like I didn't know what to do. I thought I would like do okay, but no, I just got my butt whipped the whole time. And yeah, it was great. So um, I did that. You know, for for like a year since day one from training there, 
like I started learning some moves and stuff and I started getting more confident. I, I clicked with the guys really well. Everybody there was like a, you know, um, in their like thirties and forties and stuff. And there was a couple of college kids. Um, Monterey's also like, there's a military, uh, like there's a military base down there. So was a, there was a lot of military personnel there. Um, yeah, and a couple high schoolers and stuff. So, I mean, there was like a plethora of people, but I remember like a couple of guys like took me under their wing and stuff. And yeah, it was great. And, you know, um, Did you say you were about 15? Yeah, I was 15, 16 around that time. And I was training there consistently for a couple of years. I got my blue belt under uh, the head instructor at Zeus. His name is Daniel Thomas. Great, great instructor. I learned so much from him. I don't think I've met a better coach or leader than Daniel. Like, I'll never forget him. Um, do you know if he's still training and stuff? Yeah I, yeah, I think he's still training. I haven't been in contact with him for a while, but, um, you know, when I got my purple belt, I remember messaging uh, messaging him, and I said, like, look, I got my purple belt, and, um, you know, so I, 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 I try to get in contact with him, and, you know, like, he's, yeah, he's got his own thing going on and stuff with his family or whatever, so, um, yeah, but, no, I... I would love to like you know get sit down with him and talk about life and you know see what's happened like within the last ten years and stuff and you know just how he, how he's doing but yeah um, so I did that for a little bit um, I got in trouble in high school actually my sophomore year so then I went up to um, a boarding school up in Sonoma it was a Catholic school oh yeah yeah I did that for my through my sophomore to my senior year. Um, so I wasn't able to train at all. Um, did you, did you still wrestle? I wrestled. Yeah. Yeah. And I did, I did okay, uh, in wrestling. Um, yeah, I made it to sections and stuff and I, my senior year I did really well. Um, yeah, no, it was great. And, um, I was the team captain my senior year or something like that. And man, this is so long ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's been good. Um, Taking it back to like in the beginning, like yeah. when you first came in, because you said you'd wrestled previously too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I and wrestled. It, I wrestled. So I wrestled. So where I went to high school initially was in, I was at Monterey High and I wrestled there for a little bit. My grades were super poor. So there was some times where I wasn't able to come in and stuff and I got, I got in, like, we had, like, a fight club and stuff, too, oh, so yeah. I, like, I got in a lot of trouble and stuff, so. Um, Do you think that stuff kind of gave you some confidence, though, into going into jiu-jitsu, like, in the beginning? Because some, for some people, cock, they, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say co- confidence, but I was just, like, cocky going you were, into Okay, so you were cocky coming yeah. in. Yeah, I was like, You were one of I those guys, this. yeah? I got this. I, You're like, I'm going to scramble I, these guys like eggs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I watched Diego Sanchez. I know what to do. Like, I watched the UFC. It's yeah, done. yeah, I yeah, it was bad. No, it was incredibly humbling. Um, and so yeah, I did that. Uh, That's good though, right? That it was probably, great. Like, it was a it, wonderful experience, honestly. Like, because sometimes humbling kind of helps you to grow a little bit. For sure, right? yeah. It grows absolutely. You up a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And you said you first started like watching Tito Tito Ortiz. And, yeah, it was and... my first uh, UFC fight. I, I remember watching Chuck Liddell. It was the second fight. It was the second fight that uh, Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell were um, fighting. I remember that was my first first exposure to MMA. Who are you, who are you like most impressed? I like I like Chuck Liddell. Were you? Yeah, were you about I, Chuck? I just liked his shorts. They were really cool. And yeah, his yeah. Hair, <laughs> and his hair and like he was just a. Bad dude, like I mean, just he remember had the him screaming fighting. eagle, right? He had that screaming <laughs> eagle, man. Yeah. yeah, I remember seeing that. You know, I wasn't too big into UFC, yeah. you know, but I remember, for some reason, I remember I was like, I don't freaking like Tito Ortiz for some reason. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I don't. I was like. I don't know if it's the frosted hair dog. I yeah. don't know what it is. Yeah. It's like, but Chuck Liddell, yeah. you look like you came straight off of a like a freaking action movie with <laughs> like a freaking yeah, pretty you much. know like, yeah, GI Joe character. Right? Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, no, and so yeah, and then like after high school, then I came back down to Monterey, and then I started training again, um, and that was cool. So uh, I moved up here like when I was nineteen up here in Oregon. And I was in a college firefighting program, and I did that for a while. And I missed jiu-jitsu. I remember um, my wife now, we were dating at the time, was like, hey, I want to get back into jiu-jitsu. And I found a gym where we live in Lebanon. And that was great for a little bit. Uh, I heard about triad and started uh, coming to the open mats and stuff. And I really liked the atmosphere and the, and the training partners and stuff. And, and so ever since like four, three, three and a half years now, maybe a little bit more I've been that triad and it's just been a wonderful experience. You know, Travis is, is a phenomenal instructor. Like not only is he like a good instructor, but like he's, definitely like a father figure he's uh you know he's 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 helped me out on um you know some of my like my housing purchase and, and like projects that i've had to do he's been able to come over and you know help me out with that um so not only is he just a good coach but he's just like a good person and like every i think every jiu-jitsu gym like especially you know if there's like those adolescent kids and stuff like they need somebody to look up to and even though i'm not a you know like a, i'm not a teenager anymore it's just like you know travis is definitely that like father figure he's like somebody somebody that i didn't have in my life so yeah he, he yeah. He's, he's 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 wonderful Travis a, is a phenomenal gym i think that sometimes something um maybe some of us forget about that yeah. Your coaches, yeah, because not a lot not in their shoulders, not, right? Well, yeah, and it's not only like, like they're your coaches, but they're like your friends and mentors, and and it's not just showing technique; it's like you're forming a bond with like all these, you know, um, seasoned uh, jujitsu uh, practitioners, and you know, like. I look forward to coming. One of the reasons why I look forward to coming to the gym is because, like, all like I have really good friends here, you know, like Andrew and uh, John, Vlad, you, uh, like you name it, uh, Blaine, like everybody that in the in that gym. It's a family. It's not a gym. It's a family, you know, and mm -hmm. that's what I think I love about this place the most. It's just that it's a family atmosphere. 
I've, you know, there's a group of kids that'll just like hang out, um, and do their own thing in the kids room and stuff. And I can drop off Abel in there while I'm rolling and be absolutely comfortable with the idea that Abel is having fun with other kids and stuff. And like, it's, it's just great. I, I, I just love my gym. I don't like my gym. I love my gym. Right. You know, me and, me and, um, Blaine were actually talking about that a few days ago. It's like the spirit that is here. It's is, insane. Is, yeah. It's yeah. pretty, it's pretty, I, I think now, I, like I have, I've not been to a whole bunch of different, you know, academies or anything like that. Right. But sometimes you don't need to, to know that something is pretty special. No. You know? No. You compare that to work. You compare it to other clubs. You compare that to whatever, you know, like, and you just nailed it on the head. There, You don't need to go to another gym to feel what what's happening at Triad. There's, there's a good thing going on here. And, again, it's just a wonderful family atmosphere here. And I got nothing but great things to say about it. Yeah, I think it also yeah. helps in your jiu-jitsu, right? Because yeah. you can, you know, and like I said, we, we were talking about that, you know, a few days ago with Blaine is, is you can have world-class training, but if you have a, like a screwed up yeah. toxic environment, yeah. you know, it's just that much harder for your jiu-jitsu to grow and maybe you to progress at a, as a for person sure. yeah. too, because I think that, and I, you know, one of the beliefs that I hold is that jujitsu is definitely one of those things that can grow you as a person if you let it, you know, there's a lot to glean from jujitsu, yes. you know, and in that way, it makes it that much, I don't want to say easier, but it makes, it makes it smoother to have mm-hmm. that kind of environment, you know, and especially when you have people who care about you as a freaking person who yeah. are out there just to trash you all the time, yeah. you know. That's that's got to be, that's I think that's got to be there. Yes. You know. Yeah. So, you know, um, what? I know you answered this a little bit earlier too, but yeah. I wanted to know what really ultimately got you in in into jujitsu. I know you mentioned Tito Ortiz and watching the UFC, and was yeah. was it purely that that kind of got you into jujitsu uh... or? Like what? What influenced me to like continue to keep going yeah, and stuff? Yeah, let's go there. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. So initially, yes, it was just watching like MMA and UFC. I was like, oh, I want to do that one day when I grow up. But like w- when I like did like my first couple classes, I was like, oh, it's not just about just tapping people and stuff. It's about it. There's there's like art behind it. There's um, creativity and I think I enjoyed that the most you know so like you know I I think you can say that jujitsu you're not just going from a b to c to d to e to f to g you know like I'm in guard and I'm gonna hit an arm bar and I'm gonna get a tap well no it's my partner is gonna do their very best to not like get in that bad situation and it is up to me to figure out how to troubleshoot it and get creative and maybe an armbar might not be the answer maybe it might be a flower sweep or maybe it might be an omoplata whatever the circumstance may be it's just so it can go 
a different direction so easily. And I think that's what I enjoyed about jujitsu the most. It's just that it is so... basic but it's also complex and it's it's create it's creative and elegant and it's it's wonderful it, 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 you know it's it's crazy you know it's just it's it's just art you know and i i've been into like drawing i've been i i'm a musician too like i play guitar and stuff and so it i didn't kinda, know that you do play guitar yeah yeah, yeah 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 um and it's it, it kind of just fit into that part of my brain really well. It's just that, oh, this is just another form of creativity. So, so you 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 came in for the pound and beat them up. Yeah, and and you stayed because of the art. Yeah, I, enjoy, and, and I enjoyed the it. The yeah. aspects of it, and that, the creativity aspects of that, it. That, and I hated that I kept getting tapped out. <laughs> that, you know, that's like a running theme for everybody too. You know, you know? it's like I hate that. I, I well, what did what did um, you know? I like I like a lot of the stuff that Kurt Osiander says. I don't know why. Maybe because he reminds me of my dad a little bit. But yeah. he, that's one of the things that he said. You know, I got tapped like a freaking million times, and I yeah. said I have to know this. Yeah, you know? yeah, and so. It, yeah, and, like, not only that, but, like, it's the same thing that we have at Triad. Like, when I was down at Zeus, like, I had, like, a bunch of people, like, took me under their wing. And we I formed a bomb with those guys. And so, I guess it was just, like, a plethora of, like, other things that made me want to stay. Like, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the camaraderie. I enjoyed learning and sparring and discovering more about me who I was as a person and so um yeah you know that's that's pretty damn badass I mean because and we've had this kind of conversation before where you know we're talking about how I think we were talking about Roy Dean at one point and how his whole all his guys kind of have that flowy you know aspect to their game and um it's um it's kind of amazing that you know because you mentioned the depth of jujitsu and it's and it's amazing that at the surface you don't really see that no you you know yeah and then once you get in there and really start you know to and it takes some time sometimes Mm -hmm. to to actually get in there and start seeing what you were what you're talking about sure and i think um it was the same you know it was a little bit of the same thing for me It, it feeds a lot of different aspects of life that i enjoy you know the philosophical side even even some spiritual side for me you know and and you know you mentioned that that is what kept you in Mm -hmm. and is is that what continues to keep you going in there yeah without a question yeah because like even though even though that i'm a purple belt now i'm still learning Mm -hmm. you know like i'll see i'll learn something from Travis or Vlad and or YouTube or even from other guys or even from like a white or blue belt that saw something really cool and I'm just like oh I never thought of that oh I like never seen that and I think you have to be open to be learning from whoever now like mind you like take that out the grain of salt like you know have some common sense and be like well if you put your foot there then you're not going to be able to twist this way then Mm, I'm not super sure, uh, Jane Doe, but 
like at the same time like be open-minded and in jiu-jitsu you have to be open-minded without a doubt you know right so you can't be shut shutting everything down you can't get too cocky like you were you came in cocky yeah right you can't you can't be too cocky yeah so you kind of this might be like us all over the place but so it kind of keeps you humble like period right you got to keep yourself humble you got to keep keep your not just from getting getting tapped out but you like have to like not reject learning right you can't reject uh what else um you just can't accept rejection i think in general when it comes to jiu-jitsu you know Mm -hmm. whether if it's a tournament you lost you can't accept the fact that like oh that's it i'm garbage you know like no just take what you learned and adapt become better than what you were figure out what you did wrong and then just go back to the next tournament and if you run in that situation like you'll know what to do and it's it's all just about just like timing too and and again that's why i say like jujitsu i think two things that i learned is patience and and being adaptful but like experience is going to come like don't like jujitsu is not like a 10 day sport and you get your black belt right mm-hmm. obviously not yeah you know so jujitsu is like you know your game's going to take a while to develop and you're going to make mistakes and you're going to get experience from learning that and it's a great thing that that's happening it's not it, it's not like oh i screwed up and that's the end of it like no if you really adapt and listen to yourself and and really do your research and talk to your coaches and watch youtube videos and talk to your uh your uh brothers and sisters in the gym like you know stuff's gonna happen you're gonna get better and keep rolling keep learning it yeah it'll come it's gonna come Mm -hmm. you know so so being patient is i so that's a big takeaway right there right yeah. it's like being patient period yeah and being uh humble enough to be For learning sure. and yeah. and um be patient with with your with your own self right with your right. game that yeah. you know don't try to rush into everything and have some open communication with your right. with, with your people yeah right yeah absolutely so yeah. I know that you had mentioned that you had taken some time. How long was that time off that you took? Oh God, it was so stupid. Uh, maybe four, or five years or something like that. Oh no way! Wow. Yeah, just I got it in a relationship, and I thought that was like the the world's greatest thing, and like nothing else mattered and stuff. So you're all doe-eyed. Is was, that what they say? Doe-eyed. Yeah, yeah, and like. I was 19 or 18. Yeah, I was 18 or... No, I was like... No, how old was I? It's like 18 or 20, somewhere around there. And just like, I just stopped for a while. And then I moved up here and then did the firefighter thing. And then I met Kayla. She, like, encouraged me to go back into jiu-jitsu and stuff. And I wanted to go back. So, you know... Um, do you think during that time, because I had asked the same question to Blaine yeah. a while back, during your hiatus, do you think that jujitsu was still like working in the back of your brain yes. somewhere? Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Kind of calling you still a little yeah. bit because you because you said that um, 
eventually it came to the point where you just missed it so much mm-hmm. that you had to go that you had to come back yep right yep and and um if you guys heard that don't mind that sound that is just my stomach digesting some because <laughs> I heard that it was pretty loud. I was like, "Whoa, what the heck?" I didn't hear it. You didn't hear it. All right, cool. I'm making weird comments in the middle of the podcast. Good job, Mike. <laughs> Way to kill the mood. No, <laughs> just threw me off so much. But but that's that's. That's really, you know, that's really interesting because I wonder if a lot of the people who've trained a while and they've left and they're still, they still haven't came back to jujitsu, yeah. if they're ever going to come back, you know what I mean? Because what, what, at what point did you leave? Uh, what point did I stop training? Yeah. Um, just when I felt unmotivated, so... I just didn't, I had like other things on my mind other than mm. jiu-jitsu and that took priority over, over me training and I wish I would have, would have not done that, but I mean, hell, like you can't undo the past and so it mm. is what it is and, um, yeah, but everything happens for a reason, you know, so. Right. There, there had to be some growth there that was happening too, you know, even Yeah, though, like, oh yeah, 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 there was definitely some growth for sure in that in that part of my uh in that part of my life for sure do you think you were what like maybe a year or two when you were training and then left or was it longer than that i think i was trained so i got back i graduated high school came back to monterey trained for probably about like a year year and a half yeah and yeah. then i stopped yeah so, so it, the seed had already yeah had already got into the dirt there yes growing a little bit yeah so that's that's good i mean because sometimes some people leave so early i think that there's no way that they'll come back yeah you know for sure so you know we mentioned that you have you have a family now and 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 that's all good and and you have a house now yeah i just bought my first house in december yeah congratulations on that thank you i think i seen a fence that you were, was that your fence? That no, you had that was there? a, no, that was like a side project that I did for a good friend. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I'm going to have to actually build one in my backyard. The one that we have right now is absolute crap. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's almost like a full-time job right there, right? Doing, yeah. Doing some house upkeeps and, yeah. and getting all that situated. Yeah, it's, that, yeah, it's not fun for sure, but <laughs> it, it is what it is, so. How has all that affect your, your training um has it been uh, what kind of difficulties have you ran into i gotta i gotta think about like what's gonna take priority do i uh do i stay at home tonight or do i go train tonight do i like oh i'm working late tonight well i guess i'm not training you know so Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah i i don't you know you just gotta try to just play it by ear and so, yeah, you you got to take care of your family first, you know, but I mean, like, also your mental well-being is something that you need to, you need to take care of, and jiu-jitsu does that for me, so, yeah, I just try to come in when I can right now lately, I wish I could be in more, but, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, and it's not, and it's also not 
like you can't do other training outside of no. the physical, right? So you you have those outlets. Yeah. I mean, we got like what BJJ fanatics now. You got the app. Yeah. yeah everything. Is, yeah. You know? There's just so much information out there, like on YouTube and BJJ fanatics and other like you know programs and stuff that are out there. So like, I mean, the knowledge is out there and mm-hmm. like Instagram. Like, I'll watch like a jujitsu move. I'm like, oh, that's super cool. Before we go to bed and stuff, like, you know. So yeah, I don't just sit around and do nothing like yeah. ever so yeah. i you know i that's it's funny because i mentioned that one reason because sometimes i won't see you for like a few days or yeah. something you know yeah and you'll come back and hey let me show you something yeah and I, like, yeah like, hey, I, I was like oh damn like yeah you know? like, i'm never not passionate right you know like when i uh, again like i'm excited to come in and stuff i'm just working all the time right you know so you got to sometimes though, right? Yeah. You got to. So you've so you've made some some sacrifices, yes. you know, um, for your life and stuff like that. What kind of sacrifices have you made for jujitsu? Oh, that's a good one. Um... I got them sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, I, I sometimes I'm at night. I'm like, that's a good question to ask. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. man, you gotta ask me that one. No, it's all good. Uh, what sacrifices have I made? Um, you know, like I would say, I well, I think one thing that comes into mind right now is uh, tournaments. You know, like I will, I generally walk around like two fifteen, two twenty, two twenty five probably like 230 right now i'm fat um but i'll cut weight all the way down to 200 to 195 or something like that for a tournament so i'm focused i'm eating right i'm training more and stuff i'm making jujitsu a a priority for um you know so uh that's one thing that comes to mind or like if i'm teaching one night i'm making sure that i'm premeditated on what i'm going to teach and stuff um you know it sometimes it's, it's kind of like a spontaneous thing where it's just like hey travis would you would you care if i teach tonight or somebody will ask me or travis will ask me like you want to teach and like i'll have some thoughts when that when that question happens i'll have some like premeditated things on what i kind of wanted to go over you know so i'm focused and I, like you know my thoughts are on jujitsu while i'm like you know um screwing down like a fence board or laying down a slab you know some of my thoughts will be like okay this is if i was to teach tonight or on thursday or whatever it may be like i've seen i've seen a couple of blue belts and white belts you know um not hitting like you know the hip bump sweep you know a certain way or something or you know uh arm bar like how can we how can we improve on you know be more efficient and stuff and stuff like that so i don't know if that's really a sacrifice though but i mean uh, that that um i mean it can be a little bit right guess, you, you, can, you, know, you can have like something that you want to teach in yeah. your head and you're like but these guys need this but i'm not slacking off to not not help them out or anything right. like that but it's just i don't know yeah it kind of small minor sacrifices here and there and stuff but uh you know, like when I was testing for my purple belt, I remember I had to be in the gym like quite a bit and stuff, and I had to really prove to, you know, the higher ups and stuff that like, hey, like I've earned this, and not that the belt doesn't matter, but like 
I have earned this milestone to get where I'm at, and mm-hmm. I, I know you sh- you shouldn't look at it like a belt at a belt like that, but at the same time, like in my opinion, like I'm proud to be a purple belt. I'm proud to you know put in all the time and 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 effort and the blood, the sweat, and like yeah, like I've even cried and stuff of like my accomplishments and and whatnot, and it's like a wonderful feeling to get to be where I'm at right now and I'm again super proud of what I've done so I guess that's a sacrifice um time like I think like you know you got to put in the time so you got to come to class even if you're tired like you like you won't regret not coming you know Mm -hmm. so you'll you'll at least get something out of it right even if you don't like do the extra roles yeah you'll get something out of it yeah you'll be getting something out of it so you've sacrificed time yeah and and you mentioned that your wife was pretty damn supportive of you actually coming back yeah she was yeah which is i think that's freaking amazing because some people don't have that right like some people don't have that do you think that what do you think kind of sacrifices has your family has your family made a little bit of sacrifices well i'm nicer when I, I, i'm nicer when i come home you yeah know? <laughs> so like, it's not much of a sacrifice for them right <laughs> they're like go to jujitsu yeah you're a little cranky yeah <laughs> yeah that's happened a time or two yeah you know um yeah so it, but yeah does it take a toll on her i'm sh- yeah I, I think it does but at the same time it's just like she knows that I need to go train and stuff, and I know she needs to go do her own thing, you know. And so we, you know, you, you got to take care of each other. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think it's important also to have the support of your family, you know, yeah. at least a little bit, yeah. at least a little bit to keep you going. Because that could be a whole nother little hell in itself, yes, right, if your can. family isn't isn't yeah. you know at least somewhat behind your endeavors mm-hmm. you know and um yeah that's, definitely that's yeah that could be a real big problem yes yeah absolutely um so you know you mentioned that that you sometimes you'll watch other um lower belts and kind of see what they're struggling with and things like that and yeah. and you kind of um cater to to instructing on that sometimes because yeah. you do do some instructing yeah so that's a you know let's make this segue into what do you think makes i know we talked about this before with with um with talking about travis and 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 other coaches that you've had and mm-hmm. um but what do you think makes a good a good coach okay um so i think first off they have to be passionate of what they're doing and so obviously if you're a black belt brown belt like even a purple belt you've been into it for so long you're obviously passionate about it but like are you a good human being too like do you have good ethics? Do you have good morale? Like, do you have patience? Do you have the knowledge? Do you have, like, all, all I think all that criteria sh- is what makes a good instructor a good instructor. And um, hopefully this guy isn't getting ready to turn oh, no. the wrong way right now. Oh, right. dude. Don't do it. No, 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 no. Oh, oh no, 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 no. 
Oh, this guy uh, just totally turned the wrong way. He'll find out right now. Yikes. Oops. Uh -oh. wah, wah, wah. We're actually <laughs> sitting at the at the at the head of a one-way street, and yeah. this is the second time we've seen somebody turn down the wrong way. <laughs> but that's okay. It's it's not it's a busy though. street. I mean it's a, a little yeah. bit. He'll find out in a second. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Sometimes it's like all the cars that are parked on the street facing one way should yeah. tell you a little bit, but yeah. who knows? Well, <laughs> shoot. Wah, wah. He, he found out, see, there's all these cars coming back. But, um, <laughs> so being a, a decent human yeah. being, and one thing that you had uh, mentioned a little bit without mentioning it is, is filling, filling different shoes or different hats yeah. to, to not only yourself, but various people, right? Yeah. Do you think that kind of stuff comes naturally or do you think that is developed? Yeah, both, mixture of both. I, I seem, I, I, cause I've seen both, both people do that. Like, um, there's a white belt in here um, that you know very well. Mm -hmm. I see him being now. I'm fan. so curious. Uh, uh, like, I, I know he's going to be a great instructor. Like, I mean, yeah. and his game is great right now at, at, for where he's at, and you know, so that's like an example of somebody who's got potential to become a great instructor. Mm -hmm. And then there's. Probably people that we don't even know yet that are out there that are interested in jujitsu, where they're going to be at in 10 years. Let's just say we get Joe Schmo coming in and they don't have any people skills, but you know, as time progresses, like they're, they become like a decent like practitioner and then therefore they become a decent like instructor. So I don't know, you, you know, I, I, I think to answer your question on yes to both, like, yeah, it can be developed, and yes, like, it can just be like, oh, I enjoy teaching. Great. I want to become an instructor one day. That's awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and um, do you think that a good instructor, I mean, this is probably the most obvious answer, but yeah. do you think that a good instructor can teach at a at like a world class level, does that make sense? Without being a big competitor, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, you know? yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't think. I don't know. Well, I I I, I want to say for the for my faith in humanity, like yes, there's good people out there that have um, that are really big names, and I'm sure they're decent human beings. I'm also sure that they're because that they're a big name. They also might be really like crummy people and stuff too. Mm -hmm. So sometimes that gets to you a little bit, right? I wouldn't say if it gets to me. I mean, like I'm no. I mean, I'm, I mean the person. Like sometimes the accolades yeah, might kind of yeah, you know, change you a little bit. Yeah, make sure like, that I'm. I'm sure that there's like Tom DeBlas. Like mm -hmm. I think he's. I like I like him. I like his ethics morals. I think he posts too much on Instagram and stuff. But does he really? <laughs> I think yeah. I think he's good people. I mean, and that's just me assuming. You know, I've never mm -hmm. met the guy. But if you're listening to this, let me come train at your gym. <laughs> right. I would love to come roll with you. Um. So, you do think that you can be a world? 
class kind of instructor sure without having that. to had like one one an ADCC or or anything like that. Yeah, I'm right? sure it's possible. Yeah. Yeah, I was just curious. You know, sometimes you because yeah. um, sometimes you think that some people have those kind of aspirations. You know, and you're like, well, I, you know, some people don't know, and out there yeah. in the world, this is you. This is letting you know. I mean, obviously, we're kind of like. We're not black belts or nothing. No. But, you know, from being the instructee, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> you can kind of answer those questions and, yeah. and, and kind of give some, yeah. shed some light on that kind of stuff. Um, but moving right along, yeah. I also wanted to ask you what, what things in life, what wisdoms in life do you think that you've gleaned from life that helped you in jujitsu? Uh, attention to detail. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I would even go further. That was a quick that. one, man. I was like, bam. I just, <laughs> it was almost like you knew that question. <laughs> so in Finnish carpentry, attention to detail is everything. So like your outside miters and your inside corners and your, uh, everything that you do. What are miters? So a miter is like. Let's say you have like a like an outside corner like that. See that brick wall over there? That would be like okay. an outside corner, and like an inside corner would be like inside of a building. So like, okay, you see where the glass is right there? Well, right. the, sh- the sheetrock that's inside. Uh-huh. If I were to point it down, that would be like an inside corner. So I'm looking at the inside of it. And those are called and so, miners. And so when I when I'm like cutting like baseboard or something, I have to make like a 45 degree or a or a cope the or a cope it um and that is my my miter cut so like it's a degree oh, okay. it's like a degree cut that you make i think to answer your question so like attention to detail sorry i didn't mean to go off on the tangent. no it's all good i was curious yeah. i brought i brought the question up i was yeah. like and i think i've asked you that before yeah and um and i'm just like i'm just like oh you know those would be some fun little facts to yeah, know yeah for sure <laughs> and so like you know making sure that your work is super good and i think that translates to jiu-jitsu super well it's because like if I'm doing a guard pass, like my hand needs to be right here. My shoulder pressure needs to be over here. I need to kill this guy's hips. And so, yeah, you can probably get away with a sloppy pass, but at the same time, like if you did everything correctly, in theory, you should be passing that guy's guard. In theory, you should be, pa- you should be getting that submission. So like, it's super important to um, be attention to detail when you're rolling and stuff. And like, yeah, you can go, you can go hard and stuff and that might make you more sloppy, but if you can be slow and patient and hard and using your attributes and your knowledge and stuff, you're a bad mother trucker, you know? Like, you're a scary dude or gal to roll with. So I think it's super important to find that balance of, you know, using every cerebral part of your brain and going hard. If you can do both of that, man, like I, boy, you're, you're a scary dude. So So. basically coming back to it is your, your, 
your attention to detail. So basically working with construction and being in construction yeah. and having to be precise with what you're doing, paying yeah. attention helped you in your jiu-jitsu yeah. to be more precise yeah. in your movements, in your passes, in your yeah. your transitions and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And like, you know, um, to go even further than that, a customer pays for our services and they pay really good money for that. It is my job to make sure that they get their money's worth. Same concept in jiu-jitsu. Like, I worked so hard to get where I work so hard to try and pass your guard, or at least I'm about to work really hard. It's my job to make sure I'm doing everything right. So think about it that way too, I guess, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just like, you're about to put in a a lot of hard work. You might as well get something out of it. Right. Like I don't look good or or be good. Your technique should be good. Right. Yeah. So technique is your technique should be everything to you. Um, Yeah. So, and we're going to pause it right there because my timer, as always, mm-hmm. is hitting me up. But we'll, we will be right back. <sighs> hey, guys, before you continue on, I just wanted to first off, thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it. I wanted to let you guys know that there is a Facebook group. If you wanted to join that, it's called Everyday Jiu-Jitsu, of course. And I also wanted to let you guys know that if you wanted to drop me a couple lines, let me know how I'm doing, tell me things that you like about the podcast, things that you don't like about the podcast, you can do that at everydayjujitsupc at gmail.com. And one last thing, if you wanted to, you can go ahead and leave your boy a five-star review and of course, share this podcast with your family and friends. That'd be really dope. Anyways, all right, cool. Enough of the nonsense. Let's get to the rest of the episode. All right, we're back. So we're talking about attention to detail. That is one of the wisdoms that you gleaned from life, gleaned from your job, and it translated into your jujitsu. And I think that that is uh, maybe a really good point to get across to the newer people in jujitsu, right? The white belts, the blue belts, because you had mentioned even, you know, the attention to detail. You're talking about the the miter cuts. Is that what it was called? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're if you're building a house, and you're off some of these measurements, yeah. you can get away with it. But later on down the road, the yeah. house is going to be crap. Yeah. Right. Yes. Your walls are going to be off. Yeah. Your floors, the whole nine. So do you think that that is like a good idea, straight away, man? Yeah. I mean. To start thinking about that in the beginning so that later on your jiu-jitsu is... Yeah, and, like, you're not going to... So, like, you're not going to know, like, all the details, like, when you first start. And it's going to be hard to look at, right? Yeah, so, like, again, that's when time and experience is going to come in and stuff. So, like, I'm not saying don't worry about the details and stuff, but, like, learn your basics. And then as soon as you, like... You know, over a couple of years, once you really feel like you got your basics down, make sure you got your details down too. And that's just what I think is going to make you a really good practitioner. So, you know, that's a good point to hit on because I that has been like the motif that I have seen from numerous people, and I've heard numerous old school jujitsu guys 
yeah, notable jujitsu so guys saying that same thing. It's so true. Fundamentals. Yeah. You gotta have your fundamentals, right? Before you get into the fancy stuff, because it's easy to fall into the fancy stuff nowadays, right? Yeah. With freaking YouTube. Yeah. And all the and like, social that's media cool. networks. Like, if you're into like a flying armbar and stuff, and if you've been hitting that a couple of times, well, hit it more. Hit it over a couple of. Hit it over a year. Hit it over two years. And, like, really understand what you're doing, you know? So, it's just, like, if you like them, I guess what I'm saying is if you really like a move, just be crazy about that move and obsess, and obsess over it. You know, I remember watching, like, a YouTube guy, like, like his YouTube channel was, like, Steve OG or something like that. And, like, it was just, like, the video was called Dear Purple Belts. And I remember watching that over and over again. And, like, one of the things was just, like, be crazy about the details. Or it might have been, like, the Dear Brown Belt video. It was either one of the two. But, like, I, like, absorbed and listened to that statement so hard. And I just remembered, like, okay, I need to, like, understand what I'm doing here. And I really need to think about if I move A, then B should happen. And you know and just keep like obsessing over the moves that you enjoy and man you're gonna be a dangerous dude so like you'll need to you'll need to have good defense and good offense and stuff like that and you're found in like a good foundation but like if you're if you really enjoy some moves then hit those moves and get crazy about them you know go deep yeah. Don't just hit the surface level once I've hit it a no, couple times. No, you're going into the abyss. Like you're not going you're not you're not scratching the surface. You're gonna learn everything that you need to know about that move and then some more, you know. So from air, various angles and positions mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Don't think that you have something just because you've hit it on yeah. some people and you've hit it at some open mats yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Dive deeper, right? So um speaking of techniques and being obsessed about techniques what is your what's your what is your favorite (laughs) technique right now um what do you got going in this boy i would i i can't answer that question because i have like five that i really enjoy yeah that's all right we'll we'll do we'll do let's say top three a top three yeah top three i would say is a paper cutter choke from side control Oh, yeah, paper cutter, huh? Yeah. Nice. From oh, side control. Yeah, this lapel choke that Bernardo um, Freya hit. Uh, I think he called it the Pan Am choke. Um, I really enjoy that move a lot. The Pan Am choke. Yeah, so, like, you take your lapel out from side control. You, feet, you have a cross base. You exchange hands. You grab that lapel, and then you turn and get that choke. Mm-hmm. Um, and another one. I wonder why he calls it a Pan Am choke. That used to be an airline, I, I, you know that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think he hit it in Pan Ams. That's why it's oh, okay. called, that's yeah, called a go. Pan Am choke. Um, and another choke that I really enjoy is uh, it's like a Peruvian necktie, but with a lapel in it. And I don't know what the specific name is. I think it's called a Japanese necktie, but I could be wrong. Is that the one you did to me the other day? Yeah, it's that the... TikTok that yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I really enjoy that move a lot. It, it it's super clean. Like it works really well. Like it's such a strong choke. Um, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's good stuff. So I'll I enjoy hitting that, and uh, yeah. So, so what do you think? Um, what do you think 
speaking of techniques and stuff, what do you think your your game is? I enjoy turtle. I enjoy side control. You enjoy turtle, really? Yeah. Um, it's like I hardly ever see you there. I don't know. Well, like I don't enjoy being on bottom. Oh, okay. <laughs> Obviously, I like, I like the top position, and I don't like taking the back, but I like the chokes that are, like, there's an Anaconda and a Dars, and there's, mm-hmm. you know, my Peruvian uh, arsenal of lapel chokes that I can do from there. Uh, deep half guard, I love, love deep half guard. I love half guard. Um, you'll rarely see me in full guard, you know. I Like, if I'm on bottom, like, I'm pulling half guard and with a knee shield. Um and I'll get to deep half. Like that's that's just my game, and I enjoy chokes. I really enjoy arm bars and stuff like that. So yeah. yeah. Why? Why do you? So you don't like chasing the back though? I don't know. It's just like I don't feel like I have a whole lot of options there. Like what do I got? I got an arm bar and I got a, I got some chokes and stuff from back mount. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like yeah, you're in a secured position, but like you only have oh so much that you can play with. Whereas like side control. I can go to mount. I can go to knee right. I can go to north south. I can go to the back. I can go to um, submissions that I enjoy. I feel more mobile when I'm right there. So um, yeah, but you like having options. It's your options, yeah. right? You kind of have more ammo in your yeah in your tank. Yeah. Um. So I. I know that you wrestled. We talked about your wrestling before. Do you have any advice for wrestlers coming in? Just be open-minded, you know, like, it's going back to that. It's like, yeah, your your wrestling's going to help you and stuff, but, you, you know, just be open-minded when you're, when you're training. So, um, have fun, you know, uh, if this is something that you really enjoy, just understand it's going to take a long time to progress and stuff. Um, your wrestling's obviously going to help you out a lot, but don't, uh, you know, just be open-minded. Like, don't be afraid to be on your back. Don't be afraid to, you know, hit chokes and submissions and arm bars and kimuras, whatever you're into, you know. Just uh, be willing to initiate that um, that process. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you think, um, because you had mentioned coming in a little cocky, do you think that would be a big tripping hazard for a lot of yeah, don't do that. coming in? Yeah, don't do that because if you roll with – 40 something year old Travis who's a brown belt and who's known the game for a while like you're gonna get humbled quick you know mm-hmm. so um, it's better to humble yourself before you get humbled yeah yeah I'd say so for sure especially rolling I mean not only that they could come in rolling with you and you've had a wrestling background he goes yeah hey, you know, I'm a wrestler I'm gonna scramble these guys and you ended up getting scrambled right and it and it ends up all bad wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so watch those trip falls watch yeah. the trip falls coming in as a wrestler yeah and that's probably a good idea to do if you have any kind of previous martial arts and experience anyway yeah right kind of don't come in here thinking that you're just gonna run a train on everybody and it's gonna be yeah. this cakewalk right you know I mean, not that there. I don't think that there's a lot of people that think that anymore, anyway. No. But you never know. Some people, some people, some kind of crazy. Yeah. And um, I want to try to wrap this up because I know you got to get going too. Yeah. But there's, I do want to know where do you think that your jujitsu is going? What do you see your your yeah. future in jujitsu? Right. For sure. Uh, thank thank you for asking that. Um, 
I eventually want uh, want to own my own gym one day. I don't want to do it the way how uh, Travis did it, and no disrespect to that way. Um, I would like to have my black belt and own my own school. Whether if, you know, that's like Oregon Triad, you know, Lebanon location or mm-hmm. Salem location, that's one thing, you know, but that... That's an idea and a vision that I have in my head. I wouldn't say it's a goal just because like I'm learning so much about myself still, but I would like to own my own school. I enjoy teaching. I really do. Yeah. I love it. You know? I can see that too. Yeah. A couple of times that you've taught is you can, you can kind of feel that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And sometimes not that some people maybe don't enjoy it. Just, it's just different. You know what I mean? When somebody enjoys doing yeah. something, you can tell, yes. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a spirit there that's in it. Yeah. So your future in jujitsu, you see yourself being an instructor, yeah. having a, having your own gym yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You see yourself, because you do compete fairly often. Yeah, I do. So yeah. you see yourself I haven't done continue. that in a while, but yeah, I, I want to compete. I want to compete like at some big tournaments, like a IBJJF tournament or PANS, uh, you know, like even hell, like adcc just to say i did it you know right like, yeah you just know. to get the feel how what it is like to yeah. sit on that stage with You're those right. people right right yeah to, to compete at that level mm-hmm. so in your so your future does involve still still yeah um, um and com- like competing I'm, and yeah and i might want to work i might want to i might want to do an mma fight too like that's a possibility yeah you just, toyed with that just idea. to say i did it you know right. um so, uh, obviously, I can't do that right now. But like, yeah, but look, these are thoughts that I that have come across my head and stuff, and what I want to do. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing for sure. Yeah. So, what 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 timeline do you think you want to? Uh, like I'm hoping. Cause, that... I mean, you're perfect right now. What do you, what do we got? We got at least another five, ten years, maybe mm-hmm. till black, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping by like. 30, 35, I'll be a black belt, and, um, you know, so we'll, we'll see, you know, like, I'm, I'm excited, so, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So, what kind of, I want to, I want to end it with this last question. Sure. For the lower belts out there, what do you think is the biggest thing that's going to keep them consistent? If I want to be, dude, I want to be consistent, you sometimes people have fall to, off. You have to want to be here. Um, like, yeah, jujitsu might be cool and stuff at first, but like, if you're not into it, then like, there's nothing wrong with that. If you're not into jujitsu, like, that's okay. Like, at least you say you tried it. But if you are, it's so important to just like want to be there and, and, and keep that drive. It's not motivation. It's drive. You have to have that drive to still want to come to class and learn and, and like, there's good people. There's good people in jujitsu. There might be crummy people too, but there's yeah. like at least where I know where I'm at. There's some really good folks that are at the gym and stuff, and you know we'll help you get to where your goals are and stuff. Um, you know Andrew's a phenomenal dude. Uh, mm-hmm. Travis, Vlad, you know Alec, you name it. Uh, Blaine. Like, there's some really good folks in here. So, like, just don't quit. Don't give up on yourself. Like, don't get a girlfriend that's going to, like, waste your time and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, be passionate about your goals and don't stop training. Don't stop training. Don't stop training. 
you heard that don't stop training keep it consistent and that's been a, a thing that we've talked about before is at least something even if it's outside of the physical right yeah. try to stay consistent keep coming keep showing up my man got to go handle some business. Yeah, I gotta go get see some the wife things and kids. done. Yeah, be be um, responsible on another level. <laughs> so we're gonna wrap this up, sir. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, bro. Good I appreciate out, you. Yeah, for sure. And everybody, you know what it is. Go train. Do your thing. And I hope this episode finds you in good spirits and good health. We're out. I'm not going to